It's your boy Slim City Live. And this is the first of our podcast episode. I'm not sure, but it's the first episode of the 2021. And uh, I've had somebody tell today, uh, Kalia Roden, uh, no high school alumni. Go uh, Titans. Yeah, go Titans. We do the right thing. We do the right thing. That's right. And that's why we're here today, man. Once again, I just wanted to have you on. I always said I want more women on here to discuss their experiences in life and things to that nature when it comes to like, you know, sexual things, dating or whatnot. And I just feel like a lot of the time the woman's story is not properly told. And I hate to be the one to like try to speak on a woman's experience. I have no fucking idea what that is. Right. I mean, To a certain extent. I can imagine. Well, I'm sure you know a lot more than we think you know, but it's... No, I, well, I always tell like in dealing with women, like... I have to understand that I have to be okay with not understanding everything. Right. So once I know that I don't, I'm not going to understand everything, I just feel like... You're at a good place. I'm in a good place and everything can be a learning situation. And you'll eventually learn everything you need to learn. Everything we want you to learn. Yeah, and when I see you, uh, I, you're always in my DMs. Always. I'm in my DMs. We always, <laughs> you know, have them like quick banter and it's always like... Who that? Who that? And I was thinking of like, and I know you don't need a man for nothing because I, because I, I, I know you and I know what you right. do. Right. But I was thinking about, damn, like, it, I see why it's hard for you dating because of what you do. Yes. Your, your tax bracket. Yes. Which, which I know intimidates a lot of men. And I just don't get it. You know what I'm saying? But men are, it doesn't, I never, for me, it never bothered me like a woman making more money than me because one, my mom was an RN. My dad owned a courier business and worked for as a courier. Right. And, you know. So you saw that dynamic in your household. Yeah. I mean, my parents got divorced, but it wasn't because of that. Mm-hmm. But my dad was still the man of the house. And, you know, my mom was still a mom. And even right. though she made more money, I always felt like it was a team thing. Like, we have a common goal and we're going to work together to get to this goal. And that's how I feel like it is with me, right? So... Regardless of how much I make, the dynamic of whatever relationship I'm in is still going to be the same. So it's like guys who get intimidated, like, oh, you know, you make a lot of money. Oh, you're a lawyer, all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, but I'm still Kalia. I'm yeah. still this person that that just happens to be what I do and how much I make. Yeah. I mean, but did, is that something you thought about when you first wanted to be a lawyer or, or, or did that not, I did I, that idea of thinking didn't hit you till? Yeah, definitely till I like got in my career and now it's like dating and it's like, okay, well, what do you do? Okay, I'm a lawyer. And it's like, oh, okay, you're a lawyer. What do you do? Oh, I work at wherever. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That yeah. It doesn't matter to me. The, you as a person is what matters to me. Yeah. And as long as you can take care of yourself, we're good, mm-hmm. regardless of how much you make. I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I, I see those things and I always think about, oh, okay, how do we, when it comes to like vacations and shopping sprees and Christmas and birthday gifts, like you buying this nigga Louis Vuitton, <laughs> he buying you coach. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same. Like, I think, I think, I think those are the type of things, conversations that are the way men think. Right. You know, because we're so heavily influenced by like social media and what we see. And that's the problem. Like, I don't need you to buy me Louis Vuitton. I can buy my own Louis Vuitton. It's not a, see, but it's not about that. And I get it, but it's like, if you buy me the coach purse, I'm going to be happy that you bought me the coach purse. Mm-hmm. I've had a guy a couple years ago bought me a coach purse for Christmas. I get it. It was nice. I liked it. I mix it in with my other purses that mm-hmm. I use. That's not a make or break. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you can't buy me a Louis Vuitton purse or we can't date. Like, that's, to yeah. me, that's foolishness. Yeah, but are you, I don't know, man, but I, I don't know. I've been in a situation where even with my ex, I don't buy her a pair of Jordans that were very, very expensive, very hard to find. And I'm like, I'm really about to go. Spend my last. Oh, sorry. 
Like, no, nah, I'll never take them back. Even though I print them. She should really resell them because they worth hella money. It's just crazy. But I, I've been in those situations with her. I mean, she'll never know this, and I don't regret it. But at time, I'm like, I'm really out here maxing my credit cards, you know. But why did you feel like you needed to do that? Like, that's know. my question. I don't know. I'm pretty sure she would have been just as happy with something else that was thoughtful that you were like, oh, okay, this is something that she mentioned that she needs at the house mm-hmm. and now I've gone to buy it and she's like, dang, he really was thinking yeah. about it. He really was listening to what I was saying yeah. and got me something that I needed that didn't have to be expensive. Yeah. I mean, I'm re- and I'm really, cause I know I ain't balling, so I'm not, I'm, I'm really good at getting those, paying attention to those little things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, we were in like, in a, not in a best situation, but it was just like a lot was going on and I'm just trying to make up for mistakes and that sure. I've made so I think I played a role in it yeah and I think sometimes men think throwing money at things sometimes is the is the the solution when it's really it really isn't really it's the time and the communication and exactly yeah and listening like I said give me something that you heard I need from my house or take my car to get it cleaned or something like that that it's something small, Man, and it it's means a lot. it's so funny that you say that. Cause when she used to work at a bank, like you want to have like a little extra fifty here from a party here or there, I would like nothing would make me more proud. Like yo, you, I'm gonna come by your job, take I'm your gonna take your car, go get it washed, and fill up your tank, put some gas in it. Like what? those little things, <laughs> like those little things. Cause you know, growing up, you know, I my mom, I never saw my mom pump gas until she got divorced. <laughs> I never <laughs> she was, saw my mom drive wash a, car. a car until still doesn't until she decided, okay, I'm going. Somewhere by myself. Yeah. Like, that's just how it was in our household, too. Yeah. So, we're like, you grew up here? You were born and raised in Florida? So, I was born in New York. Okay. I uh, moved here when I was three, so I can't claim New York anymore. Everyone yeah. tells me I'm a Floridian. I've been here for 30 years. But, yeah. Grew up in Broward County, Plantation. Went to Nova, of course, where we do the right thing. Of course. Always. Um, Yeah. So, I've been in Florida since forever. I don't are think you, are, you, are you the oldest of your siblings? So, my dad had kids before he met my mom and had me and my little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have older half siblings that are, you know, brothers, my older brothers. You talk to them or no? Yes. So we, it's an interesting situation, right? Because, you know, when moms get involved Mm -hmm. and relationships change and new moms come along, Mm -hmm. um, it gets a little dramatic. But we now as adults where we are in our life now, we all have a good relationship. It's cool now. Like, because you're able to make it. It took us a while to get here, though. Yeah, to have your own conversation. Yeah. I have an older half sister that I probably didn't talk to for like 10 years. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. And it's because our moms had an issue. She picked her mom's side. I picked my mom's side. And that's yeah, just that's what it was. Cool. You, got, you got to rock like that. Yeah. So. Damn. So what was it like growing up in your household? Like. So, yeah, my parents were married, still married. Um, my dad was the man of the house and my mom was the mom. My mom. So was, what, did, what, did, what did they do for a living like growing up? My mom worked for American Express for a long time. She okay, actually right, took right care right. of kids for a little while and then worked at American Express for yeah. a long time. Um, and then my dad was like a consultant for like big banks. So he would go like travel all over the world and like got work in different assignments. Yeah. How many families you got? Uh, hopefully <laughs> just one. <laughs> but right. look, he's Jamaican. So I wouldn't oh my God. nothing past anybody. We're not going to do that. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's crazy because um, my dad was actually on a plane out of JFK when 9-11 happened. What? Going to Israel because he was working in Israel at the time. And so my mom you couldn't talk to him for hours because he, he was on a plane. He definitely has a second family. But go ahead. Yeah. He's an eight, wait, he was going... Okay. He was on the way to Israel? Yeah. So he flew... He was leaving JFK at the time, 9-11. So the plane happened. was in the air when all that shit went down. Mm-hmm. But not to know what morning. the fuck plane and which plane or what plane. Yeah, at that time we didn't know like, fuck. oh, this was the plane that was going and to we LA. Was in, or I was, was in language arts. I was in biology with Miss Gassy. 
Miss Gadget, black black lady. Black lady yeah. yeah, we had just taken a test in yeah. biology. I remember, and another teacher came and said, "Oh my gosh, you're playing at the tower." Yeah, I think that was the first time my parents ever like came and got me out of school early. Uh, did my mom come and kill me? She might have. Oh, yeah, I was calling um. I, I remember my aunt, my aunt Dimples. She worked at the in the Twin Towers, but mm-hmm. she wasn't working. Something when she wasn't there that she day, wasn't like there. wasn't there. I That's had a crazy. Cousin, same thing. Worked in the towers and just didn't go to work that day. That's crazy, right? People forget how wild that video footage was. People jumping off the buildings. And Duh, stuff. That shit was crazy, oh. and, it, and I was like live TV. So, what was that? if I was what two thousand one, I was like ninth grade. You might have been. I was eight. in ninth grade. Yeah, so, so I'd have been tenth grade. grade. Yeah, I was tenth grade. But just to see that, and not really as an adult, you look back and now, like you know, you look at things as a child mm-hmm. and don't understand them. Yeah. We understand, but we don't understand the severity. Mm-hmm. And then as you're older, you, know, you see that shit, and you're like, yo, a motherfucker flew a plane in a fucking a building. building. And that shit collapsed. Collapsed. Not no little ass plane. Right. Like, that'd be literally. crashing on fucking Turnpike and Alligator Alley. No. These need <laughs> to crash up. a plane crashing in Pine. <laughs> always. Always in Hollywood. And right about, um, uh, what airport is that in Hollywood? That little one off of University. Yeah, in Pembroke. I forgot the name of it. Damn, I dropped Perry. Perry, Perry Airport. Yeah, Perry, Perry Airport. Airport. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, like, these niggas learned at that airport. Right. That shit is right here. Brian Brown, Brown, Brown County. Shout out to Brown. You know what I'm saying? Bro, we on the map, baby. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So um what so you're in high school. What's going what was the growing up experience before like you high school? Like as your mindset, like, did you always know you wanted to be a lawyer or was it kind of like what happened to you or did you meet somebody that kind of just turned turned you on to the idea? It's crazy because my dad from when I was a little kid always told me I was going to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then I took one of those like um, career test things where you what answer all the questions shit. and it tells you like, oh, what you're going to be? And it was like, oh, you're going to work in the legal field. I was like, all right, cool. But yeah, my dad always knew. So mm-hmm. when I graduated law school, I remember he told me, he's like, I always used to tell you that you're going to be a lawyer. No, 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 no. I was like, oh. I don't know, like, you, you're very, I, I think about like, you know, when, like, you accomplished something. I look back and I was like, yeah, I think I did like to argue. <laughs> and like, you always, you never back down. You're very witty, quick with your words, sarcastic. And those are the things. Tell me, sometimes I'm like, I feel I like in any other circumstance, I'm, I might be like, wait, that's a lot. But yeah, that's, I mean, how it goes. Yeah. That's and I was thinking like, I could have been a lawyer. I talk a hella shit. We, you was never in debate, were you? No. That's crazy. Never interested in it. Probably should have did it. It was fun. I feel like, I feel like. I feel like when I was doing it, I was doing it just to like, cause I was in the bed. I just like whatever. But yeah. I remember being in it. I feel like, and you do some of the, the monologue stuff. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I this felt like this a, I, I would look back at now like this was the first glimpse of into my future personality. Like this is what this like Slim City started in debate. Yeah, like just you know being animated, mm-hmm. being a little over the top, being right. serious, like just uh, the range of emotions and uh, personalities you kind of deal with and the balance. And the, the balance and like that is a real first place setting that I've been in where it was like just a very diverse group of people because mm. Nova Nova has always been diverse yeah which I loved about it over. which was one of the things I loved about Nova yep. but in debate it was really like you had those weirdos it was two black kids and like, okay so he's never really in a like I can just hang out with the black kids over here and, and you know kind of like you had to mix in with yeah everybody. you had to mix in with everybody but that's how Nova was too like we 
you know, I had the, my white friends, my black friends. I had the Jewish friends. Jewish friends, everybody. We all were cool. Everybody knew everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had like your crew that you hung out yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But you still kind of mix with everybody. Yeah. And then I feel like social media kind of kept it going. So now you kind of still keep in touch with people. I, man, I, only thing I, I wish we had social media back then just so I could have more pictures, more memories. Yeah. The reminders of oh, 10 man, years I, ago. I do not have fucking pictures. Like, Nothing uh, from high school? Not a lot. Man, I, have a I don't think somewhere. I have 20. I have, yeah, yearbook, but I don't have, I don't think I have 20, 20 like physical pictures. From high school? I don't think I so. Had, you remember that senior book that they had that used to like have to fill the stuff out? Yeah. Like, oh, what was your favorite artist? And then yeah. you put all the pictures. I think I still have it somewhere. Damn, that's but just a gem. I might have a picture of you in there. I'll find it and send it to Lit. you. Lit. Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. Yeah. It's like being your DMs in the commentary. Damn, got to. I can repost it. Find you a boo. Working on it. All right, so boom. Slowly but surely. No, nah, don't stress that shit out. If it happens, it happens. I ain't worried. Agreed. Just don't have a jit. I will tell you this. When you have a child outside of marriage, a part of you feels complete. And like, I used to, when I used to meet women, especially in North Carolina, women that had kids, like, I don't want to, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to be, not. I was like, what do you mean you don't want to be with nobody? Like, you don't date. I want to have my daughter. A part of me was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, like, I got, I got the love of my life. Uh, yeah, I'm like, man, hmm, yeah, whatever. I was like, I've oh, actually heard I get that from it. people with kids. Yeah, They're like, like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. until they get old. I just feel like... You're going to want the companionship yeah. when you're old. Because I know she's five. My daughter's five now. And I just feel like by the time she's like 11, 12, I want to kill her every day. That's what I She's not going to want to talk to you anymore. Oh, no, nah, for real. She don't even want to talk to me now. Yeah, see, it's I'd be a stress on the phone. So, you know, they kids. They can't do two things at once. Nope. She's like, um, I'm sorry, Daddy. This show is on. This YouTube here. video right. watching? I'm Aunt Alex and Annie, whatever yeah, that all they watch. No, it's crazy. So you le- so you graduated high school. Did you always know you were going to go to UF or? Yeah. So UF was the only school I applied to. I knew that's where I wanted to go. I did like some black student program oh, that's a thing scam. where it's you a scam. apply early it's a scam. and find out early. It's a scam. And shout out to Mike Powell. I think that's the name of the guy that was in charge of the program at the time. Mm. Um, I don't think they have it anymore, but if they don't, were you, they were you part of Midnight Achievers? No. Oh, you I was that? not involved like that. No, it was like a, a separate like black organization. I, I want to say I think my brother was. Yeah, I was in that. You burned everything. Very my mom had me. My mom had this. She was like, brother. you going to all this stuff. Yeah, the I mean. I did was summer science. That, that was lit. lit. Summer science was, was amazing. Did we, were you the year they had it at South Plantation? No, the one oh I went to God, was, was at so Nova. fucking wild. <laughs> Wait, was it a South? No, no. I, I think, think my so. me going to my senior year was at South Plantation, so my junior year. Oh no! By then, I think I had I had given up. So given up. Science, yeah. I did it like one or two. That was a wild that time. Bit. That was a wild situation. Summer science used to be so lit. <laughs> it was a wild place. So I don't good. know why they had that it's trouble, but okay. yeah, they had. I remember um, when you took your PSATs, your junior or your sophomore year, mm-hmm. and you scored. They invite you to a lot of these. You got a lot of you know letters in the mail or whatever the case may be, and I remember getting invited to UF I never wanted to go to UF but I remember this distinctly I never wanted to go to college period I never saw myself as like going to school really never even with Jamaican parents never that was never just like a you knew this is the next step you have to go community college whatever I was never thinking like that when I was at Midnight Achievers I'll never forget man we went to the college tour Mm. and we stepped on the the HBC of Clark Atlanta University (laughs) and I seen change your whole life all the women out there, I was just like, nah. 
I'm going to college. I'm going to college. <laughs> so, like, I, I mean, I was never a bad student, but, you know, I tightened up a little bit and I started applying a lot of places. But I remember going to UF on a whim or something. I had a lot of family. Actually, I have a lot of family that actually went to UF. Yeah. And we went up there and it was the same weekend. They were having, like, some type of CSA conference at UF. Mm. So, it, it had the idea, like, all these black kids. And the group were with a bunch of black kids. I'm like, bro, there ain't no way these black, black people are, are going to this school. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like they were trying to, like, you know, market to up their uh, minority. Try to convince. Yeah. And I was like, nah, like, this is a dub. And this is a, and I was right. <laughs> I was no, right. No, you were not. I said, I was. There was no black people there. And like, and the thing about it was you like. I've had a good black community. I mean, compared to the total number of students, them, them, we were small, but yeah. we had a good black community. Nah, man, but you see, we, you see, I think bigger picture is like, I'm always thinking like, yo, that means everybody going to know everybody. Remember one gal, every guy go, nah, I'm straight. Oh, Lord. Like, I, I'm good. At least at FIU, we had, like, the like the, the diversity that was just ridiculous. And it was a commuter school, but they were trying to make it, a like, one of those stay-on-campus schools. And I was fortunate to be able to stay on campus. And You were living the college. It was, though, it was lit. It was lit. But I always so had a good time going to UF. Like, every time I went in there for a party. It was so good. It was we had wild. a nice little lit community. Black community wild. at UF. But let me tell you, when I had a JAMSA and a CRIPSA, I knew right then and there. <laughs> I was like, well, y'all got a lot going on up here. <laughs> I think I remember that um, that weekend that you came up there, I was there like, why y'all... All right, man. And I, I did a, some CSA conference stuff up there. I mean, did a lot of parties up there. I, I never had a bad time at UF. I can honestly say that. Go Gators. But yeah, I didn't really like. And one of my old former players, he's a football player up there too, senior year. He went former. to the right school. Yeah, whatever. Top school in the country. I, you know. I what? Obviously, I'm going to cave for the Gators. Top, the top school in the country and what? In everything. In everything. I don't care. Everything. Yeah, Thank whatever. you. Nah. Thank you. You know what's crazy too? Like you went, to, you was at that school at the right time. Perfect. I was <laughs> like, talking to somebody about it today. Like the perfect, perfect time. time. Y'all had four Tebow, national championships. The basketball team. I want to say I think like the track team won what, that year, one year when I was there I don't too. Don't know why they give you on the damn track. Team. Look, about that. we were killing you went to it a track. Did you go to a track meet? I think I went to one. Nah, you a whole lie. You a whole lie. But I remember coming out there one year. They had a, y'all had booked um Damian Marley. Mm. To perform and uh, I uh, and uh, Trevor off key, I went up with him to help him do stuff. Yeah, because a group I was the DJ group I was with at the time was the official DJs for the Marley family. Okay, and the Marleys of you know down in Miami and Pinecrest, so like his big ass house and studio and everything. So we um we went up there and I don't think I even saw you that weekend, but I remember with the after party, <laughs> she was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> it was a good time. I actually had some a lot of that that video footage. I was, I got put it on my page recently, but yeah, it's a, it was just like I said. I never had a bad time in UF. Like never. It was always good. I told you. I, yeah, because I didn't live small, there. But we had a good black community. Yeah, whatever. Look, I don't know. We did what we had to do. All right, so college was amazing. Yeah, talk about it. <laughs> is that where you lost your virginity? It is actually. Damn, you waited out. I I made it all the way you, out of high school. Damn. By choice. Sex, by choice. I was trying to have sex with anybody. High school, these little dudes I was talking to. Don't think. little dudes. Don't do that. No, Because they use a little girl. I, I was, and that's why I waited until I was ready. See? So, what was, the, what was, I mean, what was the pressure like for you at Nova? Was it really pressure like that? I feel like it wasn't really pressure like that. Like, the couple of guys I dated at Nova, there was like a couple that were kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's time. Like, no, no, you're not the one. Damn. Sorry. So, why are you dating somebody if you know they're not the one? Because I was. 17 like what you oh, thought yeah. you were gonna spend the rest of your life with me no sir thanks i yes. did Hard pass. 
I mean, it's fine. You thought that girl was the one, yeah. but it's okay. I think every girl is one. Right. <laughs> Look, 20 years later, it's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. But oh. so you never been in a position where like a man tried to pressure you or nothing like that? or? Um, I mean, it's happened before. I've never been in a situation where I felt like like trapped. Like, oh mm-hmm. my God, I'm trapped. Something's going to happen. No. But, you know, guys try to sweet talk you like, no, let's do it. Let's do it. That's yeah. weird. You're not the one. Sorry. That's why I'm be texting women like after a certain time of night. Cause if you text me at a certain time of night, it's fucking. I mean, I feel like as grown people, it is. Yeah, like don't. I'm not even going. And I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm going to be disappointed or you feel like I, I accept. I'm expecting something from you. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah. No. So like, how was it in college? Like, was it just the freedom of it, or or was it like? Yeah, I guess you kind of were like a fake adult, right? So you didn't have real responsibilities, but you kind of did. You had to make sure you didn't get kicked out of school or anything Uh, crazy. You had a couple of bills you had to pay when you moved off campus. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, it was like living the life. Everybody's hanging out with everybody. There's Every night there's always a party, always something to do, somebody's house, somewhere to go. Mm -hmm. And when you're young, you don't get tired like I do now. You can stay up till 3 a.m. every night and still make it to class the next day. Yeah. In life. I know. So the guy that, the guy you was with, that was your uh, boyfriend at the time? He was. Me and him actually ended up being together for like seven years. The fuck? I know. He, he was almost the one. But he actually didn't go to UF. I met him through a girl that I went to school with and he lived in, uh, he was from Macon, Georgia. I was like, how did this happen? I'm in this country guy. But fell in love, you know, you're young, do things. Like fell in love like your freshman, sophomore year? It, I met him, I think my freshman year, and then we got serious like the summer before my junior. Damn, like, you was locked down your college days? That's crazy. I know. I used to you be driving to Macon like every driving? weekend. Yeah. I mean, from Gainesville, it's only like four hours. But I used to drive to Macon like every other weekend. If my mama knew, she probably would be cussing me out right now. Damn. That's crazy. So he went to school up there? Uh, No, he just lived up there. He was pretty country ass nigga. That's a real thing. I'm like, I'm from Broward County. (laughs) I live 30 minutes away from Miami. Yeah. Uh, making us so what did was it like what kind of like kind of made you f- fall for a guy like that was it just something so different I guess it was different and I mean he really was actually like a nice guy until we you know had our problems whatever but in the beginning he was a nice guy we got along he was cool so how did you know he was the one? He was not the one. Thankfully, I found no, I'm that just out. Talking about, but why was I falling? Yeah. I don't know. I just felt comfortable with him. Like, I just felt like I could completely and wholly be myself. Like, mm-hmm. I could be Kalia. No, didn't have to put on any cape, nothing like yeah. that. Like, just completely be my nerdy self. And yeah. he was cool. And he loved me. And I was like, okay, cool. I can be myself. And you actually like it and love me. And, you know. So when you, like, so as a, as a young adult, because you're, what, 20 now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you? And obviously, was he a virgin? No. So was it like, hey, I think you're like, did you really <laughs> like, have like, I think you're the one. like, I think I want to have sex. This is my virginity this weekend. Right. <laughs> so it was fall semester just started. I had just moved into an apartment off campus. Mm-hmm. Me and him had been dating for like six months, but I was home most of the summer yeah. and he was in Georgia. So we didn't really see each other. Damn. And so he was coming to visit because I was back in Gainesville and it was kind of just like, just knew that's what was going to happen. So I did a little thing. I had to Oh, so you kind of like, you, you like, you kind of knew. It was going to happen. Yeah. Like planned it. Did, oh, you. My roommate was gone. Like she was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to leave y'all here tonight. Oh, oh man. Did he have any idea? I'm pretty sure he knew. 
Like, I'm coming all the way down there to spend a whole, I think it was like a whole week. Something's going to happen. Oh, but then he was already driving down there every uh, back and forth. Well, I guess if you're driving to him, it ain't, yeah, ain't that bad. I'll wear that out if she's driving to me, but girl, you ain't about to have me up in your, <laughs> nah, I ain't going to put myself in that situation. You about to have me all. Ready to go? Yeah. And then be lucked out. Fuck like, that's damn. fucked up. Nah. We, mm. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Did you let it, do you think he was faithful that whole time? Well, I know for a fact he wasn't, so. What, seven years later? No, I found out he was the kind of person that would want to tell me to like hurt my feelings like when he got mad he would tell me like oh by the way this happened and i'm like oh okay that's cool <laughs> and you did that for seven years <sighs> unfortunately yes i was all in love he was the one we got engaged twice <laughs> i almost moved to how macon f- how the fuck you get engaged twice because the first time i i was down wait wait stop stop wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's go let's, let's go to the night where you know what i'm saying <laughs> I guess you could say you became a we'll say you became a woman. Became a woman. All right, so wait. You planted candles. All this. All that. What music was playing in the background? Oh, Jay Holiday Bed. <laughs> we, and me and my roommate planned it perfectly so that I just had to hit the button on the computer and it turned on. Damn, look how that. Y'all hear that, y'all? Right. Had to hit a butter button hit on the, the button computer. On the com- Couldn't ask no Alexa. No Alexa. None of, no Hey Google. No blue, none of that. Was that Bluetooth back? No, I don't even know Bluetooth. It, I don't think it was Bluetooth because I'm pretty sure it was, it was my laptop yeah. and I had the Dell laptop with the buttons uh-huh. on the front. So and I just had to push the yeah. button and it started to And play. if you if you was balling, you had a, like a little plug up auxiliary speaker, a little Right, you had a little thing you yeah. connect. Yeah, no, I Damn. wasn't that fancy. It was my laptop. So was it everything you thought it, was it like would be? Fifteen pounds. Um, I mean, yeah, it was cool. I think I was like more nervous than anything. Like, oh, what what am I supposed to do? What is this about to be? But but it was cool. I mean, and then after that, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, after that, we we're like, all right, cool, bet. <laughs> Go time. Let's turn Go up time. now. Let me do some research. No more, right, no more mm-hmm. Okay, we got to try this tonight. Right. Let me do. Let me do a little. Okay, I'm gonna flip this way. All right, cool. Bet. We got it. Yeah. So then, <laughs> I mean, it's just. So how do you end up like obviously like the cheating and the back and forth engagement? Like, how do you in your mind how were you getting through that? Because by the time you had graduated college, mm-hmm. you I'm assuming you started law school in UF. No, so I went to UM for law school. Oh, oh, you was down here. Mm-hmm. I moved mm-hmm. back home. Yeah. Um, so we had actually broken up after, like right before I graduated from undergrad, I already knew I was moving back home because I was like, we don't have a plan. I'm not coming to live with you and your parents in Macon, Georgia. Like we don't have a plan. So I'm going back to my own parents. Yeah. Um, so I moved back home. We broke up like right before I graduated anyway. So I moved back home. Damn, you must have been mad. I was like, he didn't come to my graduation. That's selfish. I would have came in regardless. I feel like a real dude would have, but. Regardless to the situation, like, man, shit, I done graduated too. Shit, I didn't right. put in time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, didn't come to my graduation. Um, so I moved back home, got a job down here, was working. That's when I was working FedEx. for FedEx. Yep. Oh, you the GOAT. I'll never forget you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, really, I think about it all the time. I go to that FedEx all the time. It's like, damn, I, man. I don't think I know anybody that works there anymore. It's been a long time. Yeah. But yeah, so work for FedEx for a long time, work for Paychex for a little bit. Um, and then it's I was paychecks. like, Paychex is like a payroll company. It's like an office, it was like an office job. Yeah. Like I was trying to get out of working at FedEx yeah. and get like a real office. You didn't job. like FedEx? I did, but I just felt like I was tired of doing like the customer service thing. Like I just, I just felt a like you can, I don't, I don't like, oddly enough, I like job where I can meet like very interesting people. Mm. And I just felt like. I will like, say that happens at FedEx, definitely. I just felt like you could meet like your future boss to your next big job there. That's true. 
That's true. I, I met a lot of When we took law school, I was like, yo, I mean, lawyers probably come up in here or lawyer assistants or whatever, whatever, whatever. And there's one, this one loud lawyer that used to come in the store all the time and he was so cool. And I wish I could remember his name to look him up and I could not remember his name for the life. This like old Jewish guy. And I remember he used to always come in and talk to me about like law school and all that kind of stuff. And I could not remember his name. I, mean, yeah. I, I asked one of the girls, Tequila, that I work with and I was like, you remember that guy's name? Her She's name, like, no, I you, remember. You have a friend named Tequila? I do have a friend named Tequila. Her legal government name is Tequila. Black people, we got to stop this. <laughs> She's so cool, though. I feel you. And I feel like I remember that another black girl working there. They got a cute black girl working there right now, by the way. <laughs> now that you mentioned it. We're going to find out. Though. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to slide. I'll be like, damn, she ain't here today. Man, I'll come back. Drop this. Right, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be, I'll be back what tomorrow. Time she come in? I'll be back. But they got a great, honestly, though, they have like an amazing staff there. Whoever's like running that store now, like her and this other older Haitian guy, like they just be, on they be on it. I mean, it's probably not as good as when we were there, but it's cool. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no, those were the good old days working at that FedEx office. Yeah. Tequila. There's this guy, I forget his name, but he went back to, he was like from New Jersey or something, but went back. And then our manager was Diana. We used to be living it up in that store. I used to go party one night, get up, because I worked the second shift from one to nine. Mm-hmm. Get up, go work till nine, go somewhere else the next day. That's when I was young and I could do those. Now I get tired. That's a, no, man. If I, I work in the afternoon, I know I'm going out every night. That ain't like, nothing to me. No reason not to. Exactly. Get up, get up at 11 o'clock, still make it to work. Facts. So, like, you're graduating. All right, so he doesn't show up to your graduation. You move back home to South Florida. Was When did you know you were going to go to law school? So, after undergrad, I was kind of tired of being a student. So, that's why I worked. And then... I took the LSAT one time and I did okay. And then I met this lady who like helped with LSAT prep. And she's like, oh, if you can get that by yourself, let me train you and I can help you get a better score. So I went through all that, paid all that money and got like one point higher on the LSAT. And I was like, she was like, let's take it again. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to apply. How, what wait, I got. How, how, much, how much is LSAT prep? I don't. I don't remember how much I paid her. Maybe was like it more 2, than thousand? What? Maybe because I want to say it was like a hundred dollars a session, a hundred twenty. So what kind of I, questions? Honestly, are, I have a lot of lawyer friends always ask them what kind of questions are on a, on a, like the LSAT test. Like, wow, that was ten years ago. What kind of questions are? On I mean, they just ask you like if A and B and C are here and B and A are there. Like you just got to kind of figure it out. Stuff I remember correctly. And then reading comprehension, which is the worst. You got to read this long three-page essay and answer question. But you can just go back to the essay to answer the question. It's, you would think it's that simple. That's how simple it was probably on the FCAT, but no. Listen. <laughs> Not quite the same. I just want LSAT. everybody to know that Omar Jeffrey, a.k.a. Slim City, passed all those FCATs, S-A-T, A-C-T, Ooh. one time. You were a real person back then. Yeah. So now, will my scores as high as my brother? No, they weren't. Okay. <laughs> Nobody's going to hold it against you. <laughs> that nigga was smart, smart. All right? It's fine. My, that's my little brother. He's like mm-hmm. the genius one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, I was smart yeah. enough. Damn. 2000 for prep course. Ain't no motherfucker. For one point? No, nah, I need my money back. <laughs> so you just did that and applied. So you started, um, you graduated, had to be what, 2009? Or, 2009. And then you took a year off? Took three years off. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. I worked for FedEx for three years. Damn. And then you applied to UM 2012. Yes, because yeah. I started 2000. I remember this because you were leaving. When I realized you worked at that FedEx, you would say you were leaving. Oh, yep. that's when you were moving I moved, I moved to North Carolina December 17, 2012. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I was in law school and I was leaving FedEx. Mm. 
That's crazy. So what what was what was that experience like? Black, black woman, school. yeah, black woman at law school at University of Miami. <sighs> we gonna be on this podcast for about two hours. You got time? Um, I guess you do. So UM Law was cool. I feel like. <sighs> I don't even know how to explain it, but being a black law student at UM was not the best experience of my life. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Um, I was already not a student type of person. I had already worked like a real job. I was working two jobs right before I went to law school. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, you want me to like come home and study and do all these things and stuff. So um, I wasn't the best law student. I did decent enough. Obviously I graduated um, and eventually passed the bar, but being a black student at UM law was not my favorite thing. Like what about it was like, I just feel like the staff and I won't say everyone because I had a couple of professors that were like great mostly black professors but I just feel like they didn't care about black like, oh you're not even gonna make it so I'm not gonna invest my time and energy in you yeah and not even that like not even just two black students I had the dean of the law school our first year for a class and she literally like because something happened with the class or something like we had to turn in a paper and she didn't like how the papers were going or something and so she literally told us all like you're pretty much you're gonna fail out of law school if you guys don't get your essay together and it's like you're in your first semester of law school busting your behind to try to stay on top of stuff and then like a month before finals the dean's gonna tell you well like y'all pretty much all gonna fail whatever and I just I don't know I didn't get a good warm feeling I didn't live in Miami when I went to law school I stayed in Broward at my parents and so as soon as classes were done I was heading past, heading back across county line. Like I'm mm. coming back to Broward. I don't have time. Yeah, that's a drive. It was actually the first year I took the train for the, like most. Oh, of the metro. Um, tri rail to tri rail to metro. Yeah, mm-hmm. tri rail. Damn. All right. So you know that elementary school next to UM? Mm-hmm. I went there. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you're a real person. <laughs> like yeah. I didn't know you lived in Miami. Yeah, they counted out. So I was actually I did know that because you posted something about it one time. Yeah. Richmond Heights. Well, not Richmond Heights, Prime. But yeah, I, I went to the elementary school. But And it's funny, there was tennis courts right there. And, um, pretty sure I've told this story on the podcast before. But when elementary school used to be, I had to run all the way to the field, exercising, run back. But those tennis courts, girls used to sunbathe <laughs> on those tennis courts. So that's Never what you remember tennis. from elementary uh, school. One of the many things, but a lot of the student aides used to come over and teach. Mm, and then the school, yeah. Yep. And then... um. Like we just, they just like use us for a lot of their events. Like anything that kids could be involved in, like they just grabbed us from the elementary school. We were literally walking distance. The gate was there's a gate you can walk through and you can get on the, the University of Miami campus. But it was it was a dope experience, man. But yeah, like law school. Like how do you? All right, so is it kind of like your undergrad? Like you have your prereqs and then you go into what you want the specific law that you want to practice. Kind of, sort of. So your first year, your classes are all selected for you, and you take pretty much basic law like mm-hmm. contracts toward mm-hmm. um, property, like the basic black letter law courses. And then after that, you can kind of pretty much select what you want. You obviously have to follow like certain guidelines and take certain number of writing courses and certain mm-hmm. number of this and all that. But after your first year, you pretty much are open to take anything you want. I took like legal environment of the cruise industry for my writing course and like stuff like that. But Legal writing? Legal. Wait, mm-hmm. legal environment of the cruise industry. So you pretty much just learned about like legal issues within yeah they got a lot of issues yeah there's a lot of um people dying not even dying but a lot of issues like i think the biggest thing i remember was like sexual assault by crew members oh yeah and that's like a big that was like a big issue and stuff like that on other crew members or just yes Um, probably both i could see that though trapped on a boat three months just snap yeah i can see that yeah i can see that both ways 
Women on men, men on women, just to make it clear. Right. I don't want nobody to come at don't me like, well, yeah, way, nah. right. this is not it's that a two way street. Mm-hmm. Nah, damn, that's crazy. So, any like cool stories in law school? Um, so, yeah, I did study abroad in London after my first year. That was pretty fun, even though For we what? didn't learn anything. We took a, I took like an evidence course in London with a racist professor. With a racist professor? Mm-hmm. At what, like Oxford? Well, he was actually a Miami professor that did the course over there with Miami. Oh, like, he was, like, so- the, like the travel with professor how was he like so there was one time we were in the class and i want to say i think it was maybe four or five black girls so we're all sitting in the class and he's talking about some like black figure skater who also was like a big like genius scientist or something mm-hmm. and so say her name was like uh ashley smith or something like that so he's talking about this person and who knows for what and he looks at us he's like you all don't know who ashley smith is so we're all, he looks at the four black girls and says, y'all don't know who Ashley Smith is? So we're all looking at each other like, who the hell is Ashley Smith? He's like, she's a black figure skater who's also a scientist. Da, 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 da. I was like, um, do you know every famous white person? I'm pretty sure you Probably. don't. I'm pretty sure you don't. Don't look over here again. Did y'all say that? I said that, yeah. What you, what you gonna tell me? When you're in law school, it's different. You're grown. Like... That's what it is. You're grown. So they, they be having like real like intense open debates about law and things like that. Oh yeah, in class. classes in general. Yeah, especially we used to have kids called the gunners, which are the people that are like trying to suck up to the professors and trying to be extra mm-hmm. and all that. I was not one of them. I just went to class to do what I had to do and go mm-hmm. home. Um, but yeah, the gunners would engage and get involved and all that. I'd just be stirring up shit just to stir up shit. <laughs> be like, so did you say? Yeah, not nah, cause you white. <laughs> that's, damn it, white. Devil! Oh my God! I'm like, nah, I'm just playing, man. I don't no, really that was, fuck. it was just jokes. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, you know, I'm just playing. I just gaslighting y'all because I know how y'all get, and I think that shit's hilarious. Yeah, I'll see y'all later. Right. <laughs> all right, but now I'm gone. Back to Robert. Yeah, but all right. So after that, um. So what what was the ending of law school for you? Like, how did you, what did you pick to go on as you, as your specialty of practice? Is that how to proper, what's the proper terminology? Am I saying that right? Um, your so specialty yeah, your, of practice? Your specialty. Okay. Yeah. What, um, how did you, how did you When that? I went to law school, I wanted to do, I pretty, pretty much think what a lot of people want to do. I wanted to be a sports agent, get into sports and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And then my first internship which actually I got from a Nova alum that was working at a firm, Kimberly Silverman. I know Kim. Mm-hmm. She was She's a lawyer. Yeah, she was an associate at a yeah. for an attorney that did medical malpractice. So she was like, "Oh, just come intern with us for the summer because I don't have an internship. Apparently, you're supposed to when you're after your first year or whatever." Um, so I went and worked for him and like fell in love with medical malpractice. Like I was like, "This is not anywhere close to what I thought I wanted to do," but it worked yeah. out. Ended up working for him for like three or four years, and then my connection with him actually led me into my job that I have. I thought you did like personal injury. Oh, medical malpractice kind of falls under it. Damn, I should have hit you up when I got on my fucking car accident. Was it your fault? No. Oh, but I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I don't think I knew. You know, I think you, I don't know why I think you did like real estate law. Definitely <laughs> never ever done any kind of real estate law. I did not. Did you get no. an attorney? Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna say that. No, I'm gonna I'm tell you off Sip air. I'm gonna t- tell you. I'm gonna tell you the name off and the money off air. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but I will talk about it. I tell people all the time if we're not getting like no real money, like put like this, the money I got, I never thought it was worth like my back pain. Mm-hmm. It wasn't worth. So your case is done already. Yeah. How long ago was your accident? July seventh. Did you complete? Okay, we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say because I'm about to start asking all your business. Yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> It's just now where like your health is like so important. Yeah, it's invaluable. Yeah, invaluable. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll be let me shut the fuck up because I'll be paraplegic for a couple mil. But I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
knock on wood. Knock on wood. But yeah, I know some my homeboys that can't walk live very, very little lifestyles. Why is your dick work? Are you straight? <laughs> Does it though on your paraplegic? Yeah. Oh, I asked him. I was like, nigga. Oh, you, oh, still, okay, cool. you good? He's yeah. not a lot to you though. No, no, no. He would have told you, like, no, that ain't gonna work. No, no, no. He would have told me. If it didn't, I, he'd be a different person. <laughs> like, he wouldn't be living the life that he's living. He wouldn't be around the, the women that he would be around. Okay. But I yeah, you. I believe him a thousand percent. Okay. Because right. I would, I, I'd be, if, if I was like a millionaire, by was paraplegic and my dick ain't work. That would be rough. There's no, no point to live. That would be real rough. I need to go free some semen right now, just in case. Um, I sure. I can live on. Okay. <laughs> For real. Do what you gotta do. I got you. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Go figure it out. I'm pretty sure you can just put it in the freezer at the house. Probably could. You got a cup I can use? I got you. I bet. (laughs) All right. Whatever. So, all right. So, you're a... so you did malpractice law. What was your first case, if you remember? I was. So you had to like, all right, so you get a job at a firm. What do they start you? Like, what is your title? Like, how does that work? So while you're in law school, you're called a law clerk, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not, uh, you don't have a law degree. You haven't passed a bar exam. You kind of just are helping a lawyer. Um, so I was a law clerk at the firm. And then once I passed the bar, associate at the firm I'm at now. Oh, so, but that means you automatically go to court. You just in the court the next day, like, oh, I'm presenting this case. Mm-hmm. Once you pass the bar, you can practice in Florida. So in a court that you're admitted, in the jurisdiction where you're admitted. So like I can practice in Florida. I can't go to like North Carolina and be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a lawyer in Florida without but, like. But certain isn't there like a way that can you can get around that though? You can. So you can like apply for just like a specific case. It's mm-hmm. called Pro Hoc Vice, where I could say, okay, I'm a Florida attorney, but I just need to be admitted just to handle this one particular case. Mm-hmm. So you can motion the court in that jurisdiction to say, oh, I want to work. Like, how do you, I mean, so are you usually for the person or do you work with the hospitals or? I work, I represent injured people. So okay. I would represent like you and your car accident. Uh-huh. Um, I hate insurance companies. I hate pretty much insurance companies, <laughs> big corporations where people get injured. So, But a lot of the times, I mean, I follow this one guy on TikTok, this lawyer guy. Mm-hmm. And when he, I remember he did one the other day about like this personal injury. And I'm just like, yo, he's right. But I'm like, people don't know to do these little things like report injury as soon as it happens. Yeah paper digital paper trail like all those little things like mm-hmm. is like a is a dollar amount attached to that yep oh you didn't report it the day you got hurt mm, you just lost 15 grand oh <laughs> no conversation with your supervisor at all mm, that's another five grand well you just lost 20 grand right there <laughs> so you can so different factors can affect the value of your case right mm-hmm. um of course, if you fall somewhere or you get into an accident, if you get into an auto accident, absolutely call the police. If there's damage, if you feel like you could be injured, if it's a decent accident, mm-hmm. definitely call the police, get a police report. Um, if you fall somewhere, definitely notify somewhere, someone in the store and let them know, okay, look, I fell. This is what happened. Um, try to get an incident report. A lot of times they won't give you a copy of the incident report, but that's fine. At least, you know, report it so that they have on the record that it happened. Like, so if I fall down at, fall down at like Walmart and I go to the, I can speak to the gym. Hey man, I just fell down here, twisted my knee. I'm just, can I get her make a report that this happened? Like, how does, is that the, yeah, so they make a go, report and they won't, but they won't give you the actual copy? Most places will not. Some places you can say, look, I want a copy and they'll, they'll give it to you. A lot of times they won't. Um, but just report it to an employee. Usually they have some kind of protocol at the store that, like, okay, mm-hmm. if somebody reports an injury to you, this is what you have to do, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, but definitely report it. Don't 
fall in a store and then leave the store, which some people will do. Be like, oh, I was so embarrassed. I just got up and left. Like, okay, I get it that you were embarrassed, but now, I mean, there's no video. There's nothing. If nobody saw it, it's us saying it's our work. Mm. So I was about to ask you a question about people getting like, how do you know someone's like not trying to come in and just come up on money? Like. So you usually can tell um, based off of injuries and like treatment. So it's like, oh, okay, I went to the Cairo like three times. I was really injured. Okay, but how do you feel now? Okay, I feel fine. It's like, it depends. Usually by the time people get to us, so I, I handle litigation. Um, so they've kind of already been vetted from other firms that, mm-hmm. that refer cases to our firm. Usually oh, okay, yeah. It's just, it's real deal. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. What's the most money you ever won from somebody? <sighs> so... I had a MedMount case that I was working on for a long time that I was like the associate on that mm-hmm. I worked with my boss, both of my, my previous boss, I'm a boss now. And it was a multi-million dollar case. Damn, it was a medical shit. malpractice. Like nigga fucked up his leg. A, a baby brain. And so baby got injured in the hospital after birth. Has like some severe cerebral palsy and all that stuff. Fuck. Mm. Damn, my, my brother probably hates you then. A lot of doctors, I won't say hate me, but like if I go to my general physician, one time he asked me like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a med mal attorney. And then you get the whole speech about like, oh, doctors make mistakes and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I know. Well, I just feel like it's a profession profession where you're going to make mistakes. It's just And there's a difference between, okay, I made a mistake in doing the right thing and I was negligent and made a mistake that was something I should, uh, with something I should not even have done. Yeah. Um, That's I mean, what my brother likes. A lot. My brother likes his hospital because they have like really good malpractice. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And he works at Memorial. Yeah. Memorial. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Plus, they're is Memorial public? I think so. Yeah, plus they're a public hospital, so they're protected by sovereign. Hmm. Didn't know that. Hmm. So, like, what do you get? Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure you get your base salary, but do you when you win a case like that and it's multi-million? Obviously, you get a percentage. Yeah, so I get bonuses on cases that I work on. So I have to, yeah, like you said, my base salary, which is wait, just wait, wait, wait. so. What was your bonus on that case? <laughs> I believe the fifth. Uh, was it five figures? And then, um, I plead the fifth. No, what are we five figures. About? I just want to know. I'm just curious. That if it's the wrong career. Fifth? What are we talking about? No, I don't recall. Um, next question. No, you, 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 you remember? That's your biggest case. That was your biggest check. You remember that motherfucking I, check? I don't. I don't even remember what. Damn. What case did I say that was? I don't even remember. Damn. Cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy. Yeah, she balling, y'all. Slide. <laughs> she gonna buy you a Louis bag, <laughs> a Louis book bag, some, some Louis shit. Jordans or something. No. Yeah, man. Man, got to. So what is it dating like? Well, we were talking about it earlier. Um, how's it dating for you now? Like dating, like the struggle of a successful woman dating, black woman dating. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, there's that whole cliche thing that like, oh, it's hard for black professional black women to date, which it kind of is. But I feel like, like I said, for me, the biggest part of like guys just being intimidated about what I do. And it's like that, like Kalia, the lawyer is like nothing compared to Kalia, the person. Um, Can I go watch you in court? I mean, you could. Courts are closed right now, but you'll be on Zoom? Yeah, but you, I mean, you could come sit in the room while I'm on a Zoom. I have a little home office upstairs. Then you can't just send me the Zoom link? I'm pretty sure the judge does not want to see your face on her <laughs> Zoom I'm going to turn off the camera. I'm pretty sure they don't want to. She yeah, don't want to see your face on her lit, man. She I might be to... like, um, can you please state your name for appearance? Yo, we Slip here. City, I'm here. Yo, I just want to see you like Tell somebody to order in the court this motherfucker. You hear me? Hit that gavel. <laughs> Judgey. Judgey. I'll be like, I do not know who that person is. You want some drink? I'll be you out some. You got to lick downstairs. No. I'll be like, I, I, do I don't know who this person is because he's a mess. Yeah. How did he get this Zoom link? I don't, I don't even know. I don't, I don't, man. You know, they, they found me on Reddit. 
<laughs> they got the, the link already. Dang, sorry. So back to like just kind of dating for you now. Like, is it a struggle? Is it like, what's the frustration? I know the intimidation that men see, but a woman with like a high priority job. Yeah, and then I feel like the guys who would not be intimidated either aren't looking for the same things that I am, like, mm-hmm. you know, those settling down, having kids, all those things, or they're just out here hoeing, which, you know, whatever, to each his own. Yeah, I just, yeah, niggas with money do be out here hoeing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, not mad at it. Do what you want to do. So, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, are you, do you, are, are you, like, do you feel like, are you, are you, like, subconsciously, like, lowering your standards sometimes, or are you being... I mean, I feel like it happens, but it's... But really, how many black men, because that's what I want to date, am I going to meet that are on the same, have the same profession as me? Not many, but... There's not a lot of black lawyers? I feel like there's a lot of black male lawyers. Maybe. Rarely. Most of the ones I see are, are of other races. Mm. I guess it depends on the contact your, with our of other races. Uh, yeah, but I guess more black men will not be in that malpractice field as well. You think that's a part of it? Um, It could be. Maybe just interested in other areas. It's possible. It's possible. Because even the lawyer I had, he was black. And he did PI. So, yeah. I mm. guess there's there's some of us out there. Mm. But I was Do you want to start your own practice? Sitting in. You want to have like your own? Eventually. So, that's a long-term goal. Once I feel like I'm comfortable in knowing everything that I need to know about mm-hmm. different areas of law and all that and whatever. Is it like something you're always learning every day? Yes, absolutely. You learn about a new statute. The new thing now with um, with COVID and courts being closed because trials can't happen because we can't get jurors, mm-hmm. is they're sending you to non-binding arbitration or an arbitrator like decides your case and then you have the opportunity to like accept their verdict or Still go to trial or continue to file whatever. But yeah, that's the new thing. I had two, three cases already in like the last two months ordered to arbitrate. So that's as a random person? Well, you pick. You can pick the arbitrator. Either you pick or the court picks. But Wait, the court so you can just pick. pick somebody to be on your side? No, so it has to be a person, like a neutral person. So both sides have to pick. So me and the other side have to agree on this person. person. Yeah. Who, how do you become an arbitrator? Uh, same, like, kind of like a mediator. You can just decide that's what you want to do. You can get certified from, like, the Supreme Court and all that. I got to go to law school? Uh, not necessarily. I don't think so. I don't think you have yeah, to go to law school up, to be a mediator. Sign me up. I got you. I'm going to find out. Find, find out. out what you got to do. But what? No, hell no, man. Y'all here wildin'. He black? No, let my nigga free, man. Free my niggas, man. Free Kodak, man. Free Kodak. Kodak is out. I know, but free all my niggas. I don't care. All my niggas out. We? Nigga, don't you... We? Bruh. If it ain't meth, don't don't come to me. How many kids you got? Five? Hell yeah, man. Give it that. Give it that bread, man. (laughs) Give them kids a chance, man. Change your lives out here, man. All right, Arbitrator Slim. I can't wait. Clear? Oh, hell no, nah, man. Hell <laughs> oh, whole girl ain't text me back, dog. Fuck that, right, dude. She hey. Nah, she was talking recklessly. <laughs> talking recklessly, man. Day. Nah, nah she man. Can't, can't, have, can't have her, dog. Mm-mm. I cannot have no job like that. I'm an asshole. Uh, I believe it. I'll be real. He did what? This nigga... You did what? <laughs> oh, hell no. Nah, like, nah, lock him up. Lock that nigga up. Lock him up. <laughs> I'm going to call my cousin in there, too. I'm going to let him know. Oh, a little booty grabbing ass. <laughs> oh, man. So you had a date tonight? I did. Oh, man. I know. It was a blind date? Kind, kind of? of, yeah. Some of my cousins trying to hook me up with. Dang, like he saw you or you saw him? Uh, what? I mean, did you say, like, oh, who that is? Or he was like, yo, who that? Um, he saw me, I guess. You don't know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was cool. He's cool. Did he pay for the food? He did. He was very did much he, a gentleman. Did he try to, he try to kiss you? 
Nah. You try, to, you try to touch a booty? He might have, now that I think about it. Did he hug no. under the arm or did he hug over the shoulder? He hugged under the arm. He taller than you? No. Like, barely the same height as me. Damn. Like, it's fine. I'm sorry. It's fine. Can't have it all. You know. Yo, them six foot niggas ain't shit anyway, to be honest. <laughs> we the worst. Right. <laughs> Tall niggas worst. is the worst. But I be seeing women date them five, eight, five, five, but like, girl, I know that's not what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Your kids gonna hate you. <laughs> oh you did not God. say, oh, he gotta be. No woman ever said he gotta be five, five. Never. Never. Hell no. Nah. Um, there's this video that someone sent me of this tall girl talking about, I don't want to hear anything from a guy talking about um, his kids are short when you dating a girl that's 5'2", you could have had a girl that's 5'9", and he's playing a clarinet, he could have been a quarterback or something. It was hilarious. I'm sudden. You know, that's one thing. I mean, I, I love that I, I wanted a daughter. Yeah. Well, obviously I wanted a son for my own male, surf, male selfish reasons, but the mother of my daughter is like, she's tall. She's like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, I'm 6'4". I'm so I, I knew like I look at my daughter like oh, she's so tall the only thing I like about her being tall is like only a certain range of height men can ruin her life so like limited. yeah limited and heartbreaking only not least I, I know love how you as a dad like that's what you thought about like oh it's gonna be limited the number limited Gosh, exactly cause she can't date no short niggas so that eliminates she might wanna no stop she it she's not doing that a small one we gonna laugh you at know them short niggas. guys love tall girls no we gonna laugh at them niggas I'm, I'm laughing at that nigga come <laughs> out of this nigga <laughs> y'all should play basketball but I don't know. I hope she likes basketball. I doubt it, though. She said she want to get volleyball. I don't know. I wanted to play basketball. Yeah. I'm her and them back I played basketball shows. one year in high school. I was like, nah, this ain't it. You did? Mm-hmm. Freshman what? year. My freshman year. You did. Yeah. I remember this. Then I was like, nah, this. I was the manager of the voice team senior <sighs> But you were gone by then. My senior. Yeah. Or well, they actually were good. Or they were better. They, you know, it wasn't even that deep. Did you always play basketball or you just started late? Uh, no, I just played. Yeah, I just played that year in high school. Yeah, but like, like I could always like play when my brother like with my brothers and stuff. But no, I'm talking about did you play basketball? No, okay. I played soccer, tennis. You see them girls at no, the girls at Nova at the time. The girls team was always raw. Yeah, and then when Coach McWashington came, they were like they were in the again. states and everything. Yeah, they were I remember those years. Who was that girl? Y'all had the, 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 the who was that girl's name? She graduated. I want to say she graduated a year. Year I might have been a year younger. Man, we had Sierra Henry. She left though. She went to South Broad. Latoya. We had Lauren. She graduated 03. Yeah. I had a Y'all were good. Like, Mick was watching, had y'all like on point. When I played, I didn't play for Mick Washington. Oof. Them practices. I forget the name of the. Oh, Pender. Coach Pender. Pender. I, listen, when I used to go to the girls' varsity party, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that nigga did not fucking late. <laughs> he ain't fucking around. Yeah, no, nah, he was good. Oh, man. So, what's next? Got a new boo? <laughs> Definitely not a new boo. Damn. We went on one date. Oh, you gotta be. You, you want things that. You gotta manifest these things. One date. You got a job? Yes. All right, check. Check. You got a hairline? Yes. <laughs> check. Double check. <laughs> Double check. I don't got one. It's rough out here. Bar headed niggas. That's why you have a hat on? Yeah. <laughs> Always. Unless I got a haircut. Let's see. Uh, You got a kid? He does. Yeah. How many? Two. Ooh. Two different baby mamas? I think so. Mm. But I'm not sure. But I, damn. I'm not. It's 2021. Sure. But they're older. He old? I mean, he's 43. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not, let's stop talking about it. this podcast. Cause I ain't, I ain't trying to mess up nothing. I ain't trying to mess up nothing. I ain't trying to mess up nothing. Why are you straight up? <laughs> so you like a stepmom. You could be like a stepmom, cool step sister. Hey, a little young. His daughter told him that I'm too young for him already. He's right after you? 
This is what you told me. Like, that's what my daughter told me. I was like, oh. How old is the daughter? Man, I'm not. 22. Damn. He been fucking. I mean, he been, he been nothing hoes since like 1991, man. God. 90s are wild. It's a lot. But are you, are you, I mean, are you at the age of like, I, I don't know. No, I'm not the day to date with kids. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of inevitable. That's when you get to our age, they're, they're out there. This is true. But it's fine. I mean, as long as there's no drama, I'm good. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't think I would want to like. I don't think she any of them. But if you did, I did a lawyer. No, that's your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that smoke. That's a lot of stress I'm to be doomed. dealing. Is what you're saying? I'm doomed. No, you're not doomed. They doomed. Like you can't be hyping up with no lawyer. <laughs> they know how to get over on you. I mean, look, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just regular Kalia. Yeah. So why you never want to work with the Innocence Project? What the fuck? Uh, that's a good question. I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. Damn. We'll oh, is that the one where they try to get people out of jail? Yeah, wrongful convictions. Yeah. So I don't do criminal law though. So I, I know I don't care. Help out. Write a paper. I don't know. Listen, all I know is uh, the dope podcast that I listen to. It makes dog, this shit bring me to tears. That's how emotional this shit be. That'd be oh, sad. God. See, I can't do it. I'm gonna be too emotional. Yeah. So the wrong, wrong, wrongful conviction podcast, which I I heard about it from Joe Rogan's podcast, and I followed them, and it's just these incredible stories and like people the court system. Years and years in prison oh, for shit. Fuck shit. Like, like, as you out and about, of course, you see the news, you hear how frustrated people are with the, the, the system. Like, mm-hmm. being a part of this system in a, in a certain sense, even though you're defending, like, you know, individuals, mm-hmm. like, where, where did, like, how do you feel, how do you toe that line, I guess? Right, what are your frustrations as a lawyer of, like, why are we making it so hard for people? Like, you, are you trying to say like yes. all right, so, so it's hard because it's like okay so I'm a part of this system I work on the civil side I'm you know I was never interested in anything criminal related but in law school you do have to take criminal courses right and so my criminal law professor Professor Jones at UM he was one of the best um, and you know he would, it was a black guy he would talk to us about you know the issues black people in the system mm-hmm. that kind of stuff how it was never made to work for us so mm-hmm. we can't expect for it to work for us until there's change to it um, so it's tough like that'll those stories you hear about people that got convicted like 20 years ago and served 20 years and now innocence projects or things similar to that are getting them out off of like DNA or finding out that the prosecutor was corrupt and all those kind of stuff. It's like, it's hard from our side because it's like, okay, I want to be able to tell you to trust the system, right? That the justice system is supposed to bring justice. But Mm -hmm. when it's failing all failing all the time it's like how do you defend it so it's it's a hard it's like being stuck between a rock and a hard place that's crazy yeah no, i couldn't imagine you lost 20 something years of your life you're Some sitting in the jail cell every day knowing that you didn't do it that's, that's, that's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking i'd be seeing them shits i'd be like yo what the fuck and it's like no amount of money Can make and a lot of them people don't even get the money they like like there's so much of those type of dishes like oh hey we get these situations are we going out we offer everybody 50 grand yeah. Take or leave it. It's just, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, man, that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. What time is it? I'm tired as fuck. Damn, 12 o'clock, Why midnight. got me up past my bedtime. Nah, you work at home. You don't know my life, though. You don't know You're what time I have to yourself. get up. You already snitched on yourself. You already snitched on yourself. Court starts at, what, 9 o'clock anyway? No, some courts start at 7.30. Thank you. What? Does judges. COVID make shit go mm-hmm. faster now? Um, So cases take longer because there's no trial. So there's no, you know, you're not working towards trial because there's no trials happening because there's no jurors. Um, But everything's virtual. So, like, hearings go faster and that kind of stuff you're not sitting in a courtroom like waiting your turn it's kind of a little bit more efficient mm. it's interesting how like our whole profession literally went virtual the only thing we haven't really been able to figure out is jury trials getting jurors damn so those trials are just on hold yeah 
And because of the way it works, like criminal trials are going to get, you know, priority Priority. over ours because, you know, those are people's rights, due process, constitution Mm. protects them, all that kind of stuff. Um, So So niggas is out here fucked up, can't get their bread. Just wait. We still try to, you know, cases still move along. We still do what we have to do, but there's no... So you be out there like investigating niggas in the streets like, oh, I see you says you you hurt your back, nigga, but I see you fucking picking up boxes. (laughs) The other side does it to my clients. And usually I find out at mediation when they put it up on the screen in their mediation presentation like, oh, yeah, well, you said in your deposition that you can't lift groceries, but you're here lifting this 200-pound AC. <laughs> I had it happen in a case. Damn, you look at this nigga like... <laughs> right, I'm like... What the fuck? Y'all and right? I tell you in your depo, don't exaggerate. If you're able to do something but it hurts your back, okay, then say that. Don't just say, I can't do this, I can't do that. It's not good. Mm, damn. So when you when that happens, like when you go in the room and like do you ask for like a when you're blindsided with information, like what's your record? I mean, I always win cases because most of my cases settle. So like, you know, I, it's not like a trial. Oh, okay. It's not like a win lose kinda like settle. So when you facing a situation like that, you're blindsided but like, nigga, you don't know fuck you just said <laughs> What do you say to that guy, like well, that person? Well, then I that's how I have to explain to them why they're only offering this amount of money. It's like these things don't happen. I have one lady they pulled up her Facebook and showed a video of her twerking on her Facebook like oh but your back is injured but and she's like but you guys don't want me to live my life I'm like oh my god did you laugh I couldn't I had to stay professional but in nah, my head see, I'm like, I can't I can't I can't oh, you couldn't just keep that twerk uh-uh. video on your phone but I see it see that's why I can't have or put it on disappearing stories this is why I cannot have no just certain hours, jobs you social media what Oh hell! I just had to explain like this is gonna affect the value of your case. Yo, that's too funny. Mm. I need I'll that miss. in my life. Oh mess. You know, look, I used to. Somebody. I remember one time I got a ticket and I used to go to the you know traffic court in, uh, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I forgot this judge's name, but uh, when I tell you this motherfucker was hilarious. <laughs> Them tr- ticket courts, because it's like everybody in one time, so you can everybody's everyone's story. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. Let me tell you what had happened. Dog. Um, and she and like they gotta get through shit mm-hmm. so they don't got time to waste yo she was killing people in there I used to go back there all the time and just like, sit in just sit cause you can just go in there and sit in have you seen the guy in Rhode Island the judge in, I think he's in Rhode Island some judge he's like he has a whole show now about it mm-hmm. like traffic court and people come in and tell their story Man, like sometimes nice. it's like he's like nice and sometimes he's like okay look just pay the ticket whatever no I mean I, 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 I don't know that one but I'm gonna look it up I, that shit is just priceless entertainment oh I'm sure the one in Miami is good it's lit mm-hmm. and um I, I remember uh I, can't, I know I know people that kind of produce like these courts shows come out so I know I know how like when it's behind the scenes like all that shit gets paid for anyway so mm-hmm. it's like you go on those shows so that you don't have to pay for anything right just to make just, just to you know what I'm saying you tell your story but they're gonna cover your costs and whatever your issue is mm-hmm. they're gonna cover that bill too they got one fine black girl on there they got a young fine black girl on there boy <laughs> mm. so but yeah I'm proud of you Thanks. This is awesome. I got lawyer friends, got doctor friends. Right. We just I'm moving know, up in the world. Everybody coming up. Everything about going into politics? I actually have. I actually love politics. I feel like I'd have to go back through like my ratchet past and find things so that they you know no, get rid of all the evidence in no, the past. Now you let people know you but real. Yeah, I've considered I, um, doing something local. I yeah, I um interviewed I don't know if you heard my, my episode with um uh, the Anika. Democratic Rock. Yeah, Anika. Is she went to Nova? Did she? Yep. Mm. 
She's I don't a feel talent. like I remember that name now. Yeah, I'm for it. Like, she graduated way before us. Mm-hmm. But she definitely went to Nova. And she's just a adult, man. Her story was crazy. Like, awesome. Like, I chose my career over having children. Said she had an abortion on there and everything. I was like, whoa. When she said that shit, I was like, bruh. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you sure you want to? Why do we have to choose? Like, that's my question. Like, why did she feel like she had? No, to I, no, I, I don't feel like women have to choose or any. Actually, no, I do feel like. I mean, I don't mean. I feel like certain professions, when you want to go to reach a certain goal and reach a certain level. Mm-hmm sacrifices have to be made and you're going to lose out on certain experiences because of your job of choice. Like I know there's a lot of times where, you know, I, I tell somebody the other day, like imagine having a job, even what I do, imagine having a job where no matter what you do, someone's going to think you didn't do a good job. Mm. Like on holidays, you don't get to spend no time. Like, I'm at the club at the beginning of the night to the end of the night and you going out with your cousins and your friends and your brothers and sisters. I'm fucking there yapping on the mic. Like the work, fuck? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm giving up these experiences so that you can have an experience. Right. And like, so sometimes I, I want to even, I hear like rappers be on the road and comedians and things like that. Like, bro, they're sacrificing give you what to you give you a memory. They're sacrificing creating the memories to give you a memory. Right. So it's like men do it too, but when women... Like, yo, do I want to do this? Having a child is going to hold you back from this. Mm. Especially if you don't have the proper support system. I mean, everybody's not as fortunate as me and ourselves to have that strong family dynamic. And, you know, you can have a child right now and drop that motherfucker off for a year and have nothing to worry about. Yeah. You know, people don't, you know what I'm saying? People don't have that luxury. So I understand when women say those, when she said it to me, because she has an incredible support system. And, you know what I'm saying? And and then like, no, but I want to do this. I need this is what I need to do and I, and this is gonna hold me back. Right. It's like damn, that's that's a real tough decision to make. I know, that's hard. You know what I mean? And like but she's, once you decide, like that's it. That's it, yeah. Mm. But uh, you know, I'd be lucky that my parents live like two minutes away. Yeah. Drop the baby off at Norma's house, like no, no, you, you good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and but like I said, a lot of people don't have that luxury. A lot of people out here dropping their kids off the motherfuckers, they just met online yeah. through an app. Can't even no. and they have no choice because like, they gotta go to work in order to like it's a cycle, but I don't know, man. I, I just feel like women just, women are just put in very tough situations. Because, you know, in a perfect world, yeah, we're not supposed to. Why do we have to choose? I agree with you. Why do we have to choose? But guess what? That's not the reality. The reality is y'all are, we're at a disadvantage. Y'all are more of a disadvantage. And you have to, just like we have to come, you have to come, overcome a little bit more in certain situations, certain yeah. scenarios and in, in your professions. And like... I don't know that. I just be black women be just be going through it, and I be like, damn, that should be stressful. For real, that should be. Sh- have you have no issues like that at your current place now, or you ever had an issue where you kind of had a nip shit in the bud? Is like, no, nah, no, this this is not what we doing here. No, so I work for a small firm, and it's kind of I am the only black person in my firm, mm-hmm. so things. So they but... come with you all the black facts. So how are they actually after like the whole George Floyd shit? Were they like treating oh, you yeah. different? So it's funny because some of the girls that I work with, um, obviously are like you know they're mo- like younger. What's Mm-hmm. I guess even younger than millennials because they were born in like ninety. Yeah, I guess hey, ninety-eight, whatever. Yeah. Um, so you know they're real like pro Black Lives Matter and stuff. So they wrote it all over the like whiteboards in the office and all kind of stuff. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not gonna take it down. So let it go. Yeah. But no, my firm's pretty like we're pretty easy going. My boss is easy going. Not one of those ones that's gonna be like, no, you can't say Black Lives Matter in here and stuff. Yeah. Thankfully, because I don't know how that would work out. Yeah, but did he never had like they never had like an open discussion like. Yo, look, we don't want you to make you feel uncomfortable here in this time. 
No. I was like, man, she was crazy, boy. What that nigga did? (laughs) (laughs) No, I remember one time there was a girl, and she, I mean, she might have been Hispanic, maybe. Mm -hmm. And she, like, on the office chat system, said nigga, but was just like, you know, saying like, oh, what's up, my Mm -hmm. nigga? Like, you know, in general conversation, not like in a bad way, not like in uh, nigger, yeah, not er. Um, she got fired. Damn. She yeah. was talking to I you? Mean, it was, no, she was talking to another Hispanic girl in the office, but it was a whole drum. It was like more to it than that, but that was like a part of it. They pulled up like her chat oh. history. And, yeah. Did she say that when she talked to you? Did she say the N-word? I don't think so. I'm always cool with her like that. Uh, I don't know. Spanish people are weird with the N-word. I don't know. Sometimes I feel it's okay. Sometimes I feel it's not. It's weird. Yeah. Because sometimes they, they black and sometimes they not. Like, I'd like, be like. Nah, this one I don't think she would. Uh, I mean, I've. I've stopped, I'm like yo, bro. Ch- I, I've I've addressed it. Yeah, and be like like calm. Yo, bro. Like really. Like calm down with it. Yeah. Yeah. No. She. And then on the office chat system, like you don't think yeah. people check your chat system at all? See, that's why I can't have them type of jobs. I know I'd be <laughs> reckless in that motherfucker. Like yo, I think you're doing tonight. Yeah, that's when you know just pick your phone up and send the text instead of talking on the chat. System. I know, but like, oh y'all, my niggas, what y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, um, Omar, you cannot say that. What the fuck you talking about? Y'all niggas are tripping, man. <laughs> y'all good, man. Y'all just don't say it to me. We good. I don't know what the problem is. It's right. a form because I care about you. Right. It's, Use my nigga. Right. This is what I say to my like, my look. friends and my pals. Yo, man, I used to have a one. Yo, I used to have this one white friend in college. Let me tell you, I used to fuck with him all the time. Like, yo, you want to say it, man? I'll let you go. You can say it, bro. Go ahead, <laughs> Don't man. Get caught up, sir. Come on, man. You around? You, you in a safe space? Get it out, man. If you say it. It's cool, man. Nope. <laughs> you used to fuck him all the time. Don't you get don't say, Yo, man. It was, and my black friend used to hate me when I did that shit. I just thought it was hilarious. That shit was Trying funny. to get him caught up? No, nah, but it'd it be like in our dorm. It's not like in a public setting. It'd be yeah. like in our dorm room. We used to be talking like, hey, man, go ahead and say it, bro. Just it's say cool. it. Like, we say it to each other. Go Come ahead. On, man. Like. I know I know, niggas is crazy, man. I know we get annoying. <laughs> I know we just got in the third. Just, oh, no. just, just say it, man. Just say it, man. I know. I know, man. You just want to do it. I know we fush. I know we make you blood boil because guess what these niggas make my blood boil too <laughs> so these niggas get on your side I know they get on your nerves just make sure you don't say it with the ER yeah no ER man and just you know what I'm saying the only say this is the only time you get to say it man but if you say it out there I can't protect you right if you say it in here it'd be cool nah, he never don't said do it. it don't give in he never said it man I have you any situation where like you know oh she's I don't want a black lawyer um no I've had racist clients that like I've had to deal with and you can kind of tell but I don't think I've ever had one that's like oh no I don't want you to be my lawyer mm. I don't think I can think I'll just be like alright cool bye yeah my brother has a lot of stories like that he's like yeah man I didn't mind less work for me right I'm like you <laughs> I'm gonna go take a nap <laughs> look cause words you probably gonna be the biggest pain in my behind anyway so yeah. I might as well let you go go ahead that's fine yeah, that's and then good. you're not gonna stay at the firm my boss is gonna say okay bye I'll uh, find somebody else yeah gotta go Damn. my boss will choose us over client Mod. That's crazy. That's dope, though. A boss that really, like, has your back mm-hmm. in all situations. Always. Ever got in trouble at work? Not really in trouble. Like, he'll call me in his office and be like, okay, what happened with this? And I'll be like, I'm just, I messed up? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not one of those people that's like, okay, let's talk about how I messed up. Just tell me how I need to fix it. Like, what mm-hmm. do I need to do? Oh, got you. So, 99% of the time. So just tell me what I got. So you have, like, a, a locker that works under you? I do. A, well, a paralegal. Paralegal. Mm-hmm. I have a paralegal. I used to date me. one. Really? Yeah, she went to Nova. You can tell me off there. Oh, I'll tell you off there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll tell you off air. Uh oh. Yeah. She was cool, man. I fuck with her. She's a sweetheart. Sweet. Oh. I'll be mad though. Come on sometimes I know I'm the problem. So I'm not I'm not really like <laughs> You know that it's you. I, yeah, I know it's me. So like, right. it's all right, girl. Don't yeah, it's cool. I know. I know it's, it's real it really is me, not you. I know because I do want to hit her up, but I'm like, no, nah, let me leave her alone. She's probably happy. Right. Let me not. I'm not going to try to mess your life up. <laughs> you know I, I just, I just want to check in and like right. in this type of, because it's just a, a person that used to have really good conversation, a lot of good mm, laughs. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, man, you fucking hilarious. Oh my gosh. Crazy. So I had an ex that like, me and him are still cool and we still have like real conversations. Like he even gives me advice about like other people I'm dating and stuff. And he just got married yesterday. And I'm like, dang, this is me like leave. Chop it up anymore? We can't. Talk. Like, oh, no, I'm right. I'm like, you got a whole wife that you live with now. Yeah. No, we're gonna have to cut our conversation. Did you go to the wedding? No, definitely not. Damn. I, I wouldn't have been invited. It's, it was out of state anyway. Don't matter. But and that's your friend. That's your friend. But nah, nah, I'm pretty sure his new wife did not want his ex girlfriend there. I mean, he had to tell her. Be smart about it. He still want to hit. Live with it. Tell her. You still want to. You still want that old thing back, huh? Nah, we're not. Nah, we're good. I did. We would have still been together from years ago. I'm just saying that what's the issue? Now we gotta be grown, man. Stop with this bullshit, bro. Like, if I still did, we would have been together. For no, I'm just saying, like, in the sense of, like, bro, if, if you really moved on and really love this person that you would or whatever, those other things shouldn't matter. But that's not reality. You that's right. the ideal situation. That's ideal. It's a mature thing to do. Right, but that's not reality. Hmm. Whatever, man. Anything you just want to say? Any gems you want to tell any young black women that will want to aspire to be lawyers and things like that like what, what we, what's the advice you get to the, the, it's the, gonna be hard as fuck but stick with it it's worth it it's worth it when you get to the other side law school was hell studying for the bar was hell I failed the bar the first time had to take it again it's hell but it's worth it when you get to the other side and get a mentor get somebody to help you like talk it talk through talk you through it mm-hmm. get you to the other side but it's worth it have young anybody like reach out to you or anything like that to be a mentor, no. But if anyone's looking for one, I'm very open. Black woman only, right? You can be racist. No racist, but I mean, no. You can be choosy. I feel like that's who I would connect. Maybe, that's who yeah. I'd be able to connect to their experience more. Don't you don't want to like anybody else. I just feel like you guys have so much information to share with like the world, like for the common person. Just like I'm yeah. telling you, this one guy on TikTok. I'm gonna show you one of his videos. It's like this is very informative. I mean, you want me to break down like cases and stuff? No, just like, I'm so gonna send you the one that made me think about you, mm-hmm. and I, and I, and you tell me what you think. How it relates to what I do? No, and it's exactly to what you do. But mm-hmm. it's like, yo, clearly you could do this and start your own practice off of that. Word. That's the goal. Ultimate goal. Yeah, I got you. you need, if you need ideas, I, I, trust me, I'm, I'm that guy. All right. When I slide in your DMs talking reckless, I don't want to hear that I got you're not going to help me. I got you. I got you right now. Right. We in there. I got cop on deck. What? Oh, what? On All deck right. deck. All right. Don't don't act brand new when I show I'm not. I'm, I'm be like, saying. look, sir, I've known you since 2000 and... I'm going to start high school. 2001? Yeah. Hey, known you a long time. You have... 20 years. Yo, but let me tell you how I knew I ride with Clear. So, boom, check it. December, I'm moving to North Carolina. Nobody knows I'm moving to North Carolina. (laughs) Right? I just up and left. But... I had like a lot of clothes. A and whole I, lot I, I, of A shit. lot. And motherfucking Cleo, I walked in the fact, didn't even know you worked at FedEx. Didn't even know. I was like, how am I going to afford to ship all this shit? Yo, next thing you know, Cleo walks in there because I wasn't driving up there. I was like, fuck driving. I'm flying up there. Cleo sent like seven boxes of clothes for like $50. Some crazy shit. I was like, yo, man. <laughs> I was like, it's what? fine. I'll ship all this stuff to you. I was like, yo, whatever you, if you ever need anything ever in life. Got you. I owe you one. Yeah, but no, I have an account. Look, I'm going to cash in on, on that one day. Listen, I have a, I have like a hookup account. 
I don't tell you now, but I get very, very good rates. Well, I don't even get someone else gets billed. <laughs> oh, I know that's fucked though. I actually right? have a friend who used to do that. He's like, yeah, I know somebody else gets a bill for it. But they get their rates of their shipping is like crackhead price. Yeah. yeah like stupid small. So they don't even notice. Like that little five dollar thing, yeah. like, eh, whatever. And I don't see things, I don't OD on it. Just once in a while. Just uh, when you need to send something. Yeah. Like I have something I need to ship like and it's like awkwardly shaped. I'm gonna use it then. It's for my daughter, so I'm gonna use it. Look, she getting it, so oh, you know what? I need to do that tomorrow because Valentine's Day. It's Sunday. Yeah, I need help. That. Thanks for reminding me. All right, I'm gonna wrap this one up. Let everybody know your Instagram so they can like follow you on your. Do you talk about lawyer shit on your Instagram or nothing? Mm, not really. My Instagram is kind of where I like get to be ratchet. And, no, like, no, you need to get a lawyer. You need to get a lawyer page. Okay, I'm gonna work on that. But my regular, I'll put it in my regular Instagram bio section, whatever the thing's called. But my regular Instagram is yeah. Leah five two one. Leah five two one. What's the five two one? Is it May twenty first? Yeah. Is your birthday? Yeah. I'm a Gemini. Is that what you're trying to think about? I think my dad's my dad is Memorial Day weekend. Is that still Gemini? Mine usually sometimes falls in it, sometimes doesn't. Memorial Day weekend is the last weekend in May. Oh, so like this year, I think it's like the thirty first. So my yeah. birthday's not Memorial weekend, but then sometimes it's like the twenty fourth. So it is. Oh yeah, I guess whatever. Y'all wouldn't be celebrating your birthday. My sixteen was Memorial weekend. For real? I feel like I was there. You were. Was that? Hold on. The party I had in my backyard at my parents' house. Oh yeah. All those damn people on the patio. Niggas. Well, but yeah, thank you very much. All right, man. She got to go to bed, bed y'all. She's single, sliding the deal, shoot your shot. You got to have good conversation. Obviously, she's a fucking lawyer. You got to have conversation. <laughs> if you ain't got no good conversation, trust me, this is not it's not going to work out. It's not for you. It's not for you. You can't be the silent type. Got to be tall. She's about six foot, six one. <laughs> I'm definitely five nine, but that's cool. I'll All right, it. five nine. You know what I'm saying? Fellas, she's an incredible human being. Thank you. Y'all should... Shoot your shout, shout out to you. And if you need a, if you bust your ass at work, you're trying to finesse something, hit her up. Slide on my DMs. Yeah, scammer. Like you, the young Scammers people. stay away, but you know what I mean? The rest of y'all slide in, she'll be able to great help. Oh, yeah. Anything else you want to say? No, that's it. Thank you for having me. All right, man. No, thank you for taking the time out on a Monday night. Late as fuck, inviting me out, giving me free liquor. I appreciate it, Crown. Um, yeah, the first one of my podcast, make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment. And if you want to be a guest, you want to advertise, of course, you know the, the, the website, is, the email is uh, firstandwild at gmail.com. Instagram. In, huh? Yeah. Right. The Instagram is firstandwild on the Instagram. So, thank you so much. I don't think-